0: You're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. Hey guys, it's Ant, and you're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. Today is our NXT January 20th, 2021 recap. I am joined by my two awesome co-hosts today.
1: What's up, guys? It's Daniel. I'm back, bitch. (laughs) Hey, what's up,
0: guys? And he's not Brittany, bitch. Get the joke? I guess not. I guess you people are too young. Jesus. Britney Spears. She has a song and it starts off and it goes, It's Britney, bitch. Oh, uh, well. All my older older listeners will get it. It's too millennials. Don't know anything. It's okay. It's all right. So I know. I'm super old. I'm 27, guys. I'm getting up there. I'm almost going to be 30. It's not good. Today I learned that Bianca Belair is 32, so that made me feel a little bit better. Oh wow, really? Need to get in shape like her because she is a beast. There's a new documentary on the network. It's like Chronicle. And like her CrossFit and just every like damn. I was like, holy shit, Bianca Belair. Well, she, she's
1: in CrossFit too?
0: Yeah, like she is uh she is wow. Like she's a beast. She's great. Not in a bad way. So, she
1: sold her own freaking
0: gear. Yeah, they were showing that. Yep, she does. That's very uh, cool that she's able to do that. It probably saves her a lot of money too, if you think about it. Having. But before we get started, I wanted to thank you all for tuning in this week. For those of you who are just tuning in today. We are a world of WWE, a WWE podcast, and in this podcast we discuss everything WWE related from episode recaps to countdown, special episodes, and much more. If you are a WWE fan, this is definitely the podcast for you, and there are many ways to check us out. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google Podcasts, and much more. Make sure you support our podcast by subscribing and giving us a nice star rating on whichever platform you choose to listen to us on. Also, you can check out our official Facebook fan page at World of WWE, a WWE podcast that's on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, world.ofwwe. And I noticed recently we've had some new subscribers to our YouTube channel. So thank you for that. For that, continue to subscribing to our YouTube channel or the WWE at WWE podcast, where you can find special content only released through YouTube. Thank you for listening, everybody. That is my long speech for the day. So, NXT, what are your guys' initial thoughts on it? I was pumped for the cage match. Yes, the fight the pit. The fight
1: pit match.
0: Yes, that was a epic encounter for sure how about you carlos what did you think i,
1: really, I was really excited for the for the dusty road classic tag
0: Team match Yeah.
1: Mm,
0: yeah yep, yep they had a lot it was a very interesting nxt for sure a lot of cool things happening so we started the night off right away with the first dusty road men's tag team Tournament, And we're seeing the team of Kushida and Leon Ruff taking on The Way, which is, of course, North American champion Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. And it was a great tag team match. Both teams looked really amazing and were performing some really cool high-risk maneuvers. Kushida hit Johnny Gargano with a very cool suplex bridge, and Kushida got the win for his team. So Kushida and Leon Ruff advanced. What did you guys think of this match?
1: Decent. Yeah. To be honest? Sorry, what did Carlos
0: say? Yeah, Carlos, can you repeat that?
1: To be honest, I thought it was gonna be like a, a squash match because because those those two that, that, what's that guy's name? Leon Ruff, right? Mm-hmm. He's like he I wasn't expecting him to be that to, to do that good in that match. It was, mm-hmm. it was really good.
0: Yeah, Leon Ruff is a. I go ahead. That they got the win. Yeah, I thought the Way was gonna win, but Leon Ruff is a former North American champion, surprisingly. So um, he's he's very good. Kushida is definitely very good too. I thought it was a good match. I was surprised as off the way would have won, but yeah, Kushida and Leon Ruff making their way as a tag team in NXT. Um, we then see Pete Dunn backstage. And he's talking about Finn Balor. He says that um, when Finn Balor left, Pete Dunne made NXT. Pete Dunne says that he's the real threat. um, And that you just can't leave this. Time will pass and it's time for him to pass the torch to him. Um, He says, what is it? You are someone taking part in my legacy. That was a Pete Dunne says to Finn Balor. So it seems like Finn Balor is looking after Pete. Finn, oh, my goodness gracious. Why am, I, why am I talking right now, you guys? <laughs> what is happening? No. You're the ho- God damn it. Oh God you're the damn fucking it. fucking- <laughs> Vince McMahon's going to fire my ass in a minute if I don't get this together. Pete Dunn yeah. says that Finn Balor is just someone in his legacy Finn Balor is the NXT champion. Pete Dunne wants the title. I am sorry for the confusion. What did you guys think of Pete Dunne? Did he seem aggressive enough? I thought he did pretty good in the
1: promo. Yes, same. He did really good. I enjoyed it. I remember seeing Pete Dunne like he was really like 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 he was big. Like he was in he was he was in shape, but he was like bigger. Like he like he looked like he lost a lot of weight. He like. Looks like more vicious, and you know, mm-hmm. I think I think he's, the, he's gonna be the man to take that, that championship
0: from. Him. Yeah, he could be. Pete Dunn definitely could be that person. Um, and I'm he definitely sh- like leaned out a lot since last time I
1: saw him.
0: Yeah, he looks in really good shape, and he definitely seems to could be the number one contender. But speaking of number one contenders, here is somebody else who definitely has their eyes set on the NXT Championship. Carrion Cross comes down with Scarlett. Yeah, and he beats
1: he, he the rematch. He never even got he, he didn't even
0: lose that championship pretty much. You're right. He didn't lose it. He got injured. But Karrion Cross is taking on Shantae Adonis with Desmond Troy. Um, Karrion Cross gets a very quick win after a running arm to the back of Shantae Adonis's head. Then after the match, Karrion Cross put Troy in the straight jacket. What did you guys think of this quick squash?
1: It was it was alright. Could have been, and I mean, it was it was just just trying to build build him up as like a strong like a competitor, you know, like a a threat for the NXT championship. But it, I'm happy to see that he's like getting wins, and mm-hmm. any anytime stars on screen, you know, keep the eyes the eyes on screen, you know.
0: Yeah, she had this really weird looking like.
1: It was cool though. It was like it's like something you would see in like a Cinderella movie. I yeah,
0: that she had. it was like a yeah. weird like Medusa like. I don't know, hat? I don't even know what you would call it, but yeah. It's like, kind of like <laughs> Yeah, they definitely are very interesting, and uh, they make me in- invested in what's going to happen with them. Then we see the team of MSK. They premiered last week. They are the former team of Impact Wrestling, known as the Rascals, but they are here now. We then see Tony Storm and Mark Mercedes Martinez talking about the Dusty Cup and then we're in for some more action as the Dusty Cup continues Imperium is taking on Lucha House Party. I thought this was really good tag team action. There is a moment where Lince Dorado took a really bad bump into the ring apron and then he got hit with a body slam outside. Lucha House Party was on fire with the high flying action and this was a surprise to me too. Lucia House Party got the win after a swanton to Marcel Bartel, and then after the match we saw the return of Alexander Wolf, who is a part of Imperium. He is on the stage staring down his teammates who had just lost. What did you guys think of this one? Pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I
1: liked it a lot. Um, both teams, both you can tell, both teams have really good chemistry. I love the House Party. I think that they should be treated way better. Yeah. But I don't know why the hell they took police so out of it. Like I mean they got I know they got drafted from the different brands, but why? I mean I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the all three of them together. But, but yeah, it was a really good match to all the high fly, flying action. And uh, but I I'm, I'm not really sure like I w I haven't been watching for like that long. So I kind like, came out. What's his name? Something wolf?
0: Um, Alexander Wolf.
1: Yeah, so who what's the whole story behind between, between the
0: so he basically, Alexander Wolf was initially a part of Sanity with um, Eric Young and Killian Dane, yeah. but he joined Imperium. Imperium is this um, group that started over in England. It's Walter, it's um, Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner, and Alexander Wolf. Timothy Thatcher also used to be a part of them in England, but they're this. Really dominant European group. Um, Walter is amazing. But yeah, they're just a very dominant group in NXT. They started in UK and now they're here in North America. So I guess Alexander Wolf's presence is maybe meaning that Walter might be coming. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good. I was surprised by Lucia House Party. I felt like Michael Cole, and we'll get into that with our SmackDown recap. Um, But Michael Cole, I felt like him this week where I think he called a member of Lucia House Party the wrong name. I don't know which one it was. But I, for some reason, thought that Callisto was still in the group until Carlos told me that he wasn't. And I was like, oh, wow, I feel so dumb right now. (laughs) So... So yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. <laughs> but yeah, it was. It, I thought it was a good match. You know, I I wanted Imperium to win, but maybe there's more that we will see develop. Um, now we have the first ever women's um Dusty
1: Cup tournament
0: match. Sorry, I had to kill something. <laughs> Why
1: the hell are they doing this? The first now. I'm sorry, when did the Dusty Rose Cup come out? Like twenty
0: fifteen? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, yes, twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was that long ago. Um, I don't know why they're choosing to do it now. I have I have no idea. I have done it earlier. Yeah, no, I agree. They sh- I feel like a lot of the women would have been it would have been interesting to see. But well, I, I mean, think that's prize though
1: for fuck's sake. It took them how long to do a woman draw a rumble? Yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: But I think also the problem is, like, you guys will remember with NXT in the beginning, there weren't too many, like, there were female wrestlers, but a lot of them were jobbers to, like, Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, like... They would fight these Alexa women.
1: Alexa Bliss was Alexa, doing pretty
0: good. Yeah, but like even her, she would fight jobbers. So like there'd be the main women, but there really wasn't anybody that could really compete. So I think because they have now more like talented women on the roster. Not saying anything against the four horse women. Exclu- no, no, no. Excluding them, Alexa Bliss, Carmella. Excluding the ones. Um, In the beginning, now, I'd say since, like, 2016 with, like, Ember Moon, Asuka, the Iconics, Emma, Daniel Brooke, there's more of, like, a, you know, there's more people, so, yeah. But anyways, so, it's the first match, Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm taking on the team of Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, and I always say this, but Casey Catanzaro dates Ricochet, so... And she was on American Ninja Warrior, so she is very talented in the ring. It was a good match. Casey and Caden got the surprising win after NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai ran down and sent Mercedes Martinez over the announce table, getting some retribution uh, from back from the attack that Mercedes gave her. And then Caden Carter hit, or no, Casey Catanzaro hit a spinning. I guess it was a somersault. It was really cool. On uh, Tony Storm and got the win, so Casey and Caden move on. What did you guys think?
1: Good. Yeah, I was really excited finally that they that they're getting used better. I really like them as a team. I feel like they both have a lot of potential as single competitors, but they're gonna they're gonna be good at attacking too. Um, and that that,
0: that flip, like I don't know how that was. They got like saying a three sixty plus seventy two. Yeah, it was <laughs> like. That was a that was crazy hard. move. I loved it. Um, yeah. That
1: was a hard one, though. Like, the way she fell looked really
0: nasty. Yeah, and you guys have to see. I have a feeling she'll be in the Royal Rumble match, and if she is, pay attention. Because the Would way... Caden um, or, or Casey. Casey, Kaden's good, too. But Casey, like, the way she gets into the ring, she climbs the ring post to get into the ring. It's really weird. So,
1: um, I'm sorry. So, um, KC Kay- wasn't really a wrestler, like... Caden trained more to be a wrestler. you know Casey was like a ninja warrior? But but apparently Caden was like the one who trained more to be a wrestler. So she does she knows like kinda of more of the wrestling moves, and then she like shows
0: Casey some of the other things that she doesn't know. Mm. Yeah, like, I, you know, I you see Caden like doing the, the arm drags and all that, like the
1: regular professional wrestling shit, and then you'll see uh, Casey doing the high flag
0: stuff. Yeah, they're they're kinda of like a good mix together. They they do make a good pairing for sure. Um, so yeah, then we see Finn Balor talking to William Regal and, um, he wants to face the NXT Tag Champions, Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin because he believes that if you cut off the arms, then you can cut off the head, the head being Pete Dunne. William Regal tells Finn Balor that he needs to find a partner and it's important for Balor to keep his enemies close. So if you're good at reading in between the and lines. I would say keep your friends
1: close and keep your enemies closer.
0: Yes, exactly. And Balor's biggest enemy at this point would be Kyle O'Reilly in Undisputed Ear. So you kind of figure out it might be going in that direction. Um, next, we see Isaiah Swerve Scott. He's talking to Bronson Reed. And he tells Reed to not get involved in his business. Then we see Colossal Bronson Reed taking on Tyler Rust. With Malcolm Bivens. Before the match starts, we see Io Shirai and Tony Storm fighting backstage. And then we see the match where Bronson Reed gets the win after a flying splash. What did you guys think of this?
1: It was, it was alright.
0: That guy's huge. That so. guy's huge. Yeah, Bronson but, Reed is big. She like
1: literally squash anyone there. Yeah. You know, that's it. It was it was a quick game,
0: not much to say about it. I agree. There really wasn't nothing kinda of a way to just put Bronson Reed in the ring. Last match I saw of his was, uh, was he, he was in that ladder match so in NXT before SummerSlam. I thought that was a really good match. Yep, yeah, that was the ladder match before NXT before SummerSlam, right? Yep, you're right. That was at TakeOver Thirty and he was paying tribute to Bam Bam Bigelow with the colors. Yeah, he did really, really good that match. I liked it. That match he did really good. hmm He's a big dude, but he's very good. Um, then we see La del Fantasma. Um, they basically just talk crap and then Lucha House Party run in. Um, and then of course Fantasma, they attack them. And then this guy named Kurt Stallion, he's a part of two oh five live, he runs down and he helps Lucha House Party, and then Santos Escobar challenges Kurt Stallion next week, and he will put up the Cruiserweight Championship on the line. What do you guys think of this? And for me, I didn't really have much of a thought on this, because I didn't know who Kurt Kurt Stallion is. I don't really watch too much of 205 Live.
1: Yeah, me neither.
0: But I guess it, it can be interesting, because maybe we'll see... What Kurt Stallion can bring next week when he challenges for the title. So we are now at the point where everybody came for. But before we talk about the main event, I just want to go over some little details with you. Tomorrow, January 25th, Ladies of the Ring is going to drop. Our premiere episode is on Trish Stratus. Be on the lookout for that tomorrow. We're going to be talking about her career. Grace moments, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Then on Wednesday, January 27th, a bonus episode, the best Royal Rumble pay per view matches, is going to drop on YouTube. So check that out Wednesday, January 27th. Then come join Dan and I. We are going to be covering the Attitude Era, we're going to be covering Survivor Series 1998, and that will drop Friday, January 29th, 2021. A lot of new shows. Make sure you check them out. And now we are on to our main event, the fight pitch, the fight pitch, the fight, fight pit, pit match. <laughs> say that 10 times fast. Fight pit, fight pit, fight pit. Yeah, I guess I can say it. Okay. Timothy Thatcher is taking on Tommaso Ciampa. It was a very good match. Um, The ending came when Thatcher wedged Tommaso Ciampa between the cage and put he him in the... still undefeated. He is still undefeated in the fight pit. You're right, Dan. Um, I don't know what you would call this finisher that he did. He basically put Champa's leg, um, like over his head. I I went, I don't know what to call it. It was like an overhead ankle lock. Yeah, it was very strange. But what did you guys think of this match and Thatcher winning?
1: I mean, I think it's a good thing that he kinda of wins just so they can keep that undefeated streak going because eventually it could lead to something huge, you know, kinda like the Undertaker streak and like that's exactly the bad, but you know.
0: Yeah, like maybe undefeated in the fight pit match, but like in others he could lose a couple. Yeah. Yeah, that and that's I don't
1: think yeah. it really hurt I don't think it really hurt uh uh crap Champa's character. I don't really think it did anything to it. Yeah, like, you're you know, right. It hurt it, it didn't, it didn't put it up. It also didn't
0: knock it down. Yeah, I agree with you. I do feel um, lately Champa has been on a losing streak, but that doesn't mean that he um, isn't great. I mean, I could see him joining the main roster soon because kind of like Gargano, he's been on since, like, 2015 now. Um, but who knows? Carlos is going to stab me because they're not going
1: to know how to use them. Yeah. Thing. WWE doesn't know how to use NXT superstars.
0: I wish that they did, like... I don't know how they would do this, but if they did, like, their own separate kind of, like, organization where, like, WWE kind of helps fund it. But, I mean, I guess they're kind of doing that as it is now. But, like, Triple H just has, like, his own... And he decides who's in it. And it's just... I don't know. I think it would be really good.
1: I feel... I don't know why, but, like, you, do you guys remember, like, the ECW brand WWE had for, like, a little while? Yeah. I, I kind of feel they're trying to not make it like that, but it also at times can feel like it. You know what I mean? Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I feel that way when they do the jobber matches because I'm some... Well, okay, I have a different take on it. I'm someone where... If there's a match set up for the pay-per-view, like let's say you have Thatcher against Champa, I don't like to see them fight at all until the match because I want to see a fresh, something I've never seen before. And I know they have to build things up. So I guess I like jobbers for that reason because then you don't have to see them fight their opponent. But I do think that there's enough talent to where it doesn't have to be the way it is sometimes. Like, definitely, the shows before a TakeOver or a show after TakeOver aren't the best. So, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, Carlos, unless you have anything else to add, that was it for NXT. It was um, it, it was a very decent show. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. But, I definitely thought it, it had some really great matches that I will probably re-watch that fight pit eventually. But
1: yeah, yeah. that match was really oh, good. Dude. I'm like, I, I like how they started on the top, and
0: I was like, waiting for someone
1: to fall. Yeah. So that reminds you a little bit of Hell in reminds you that little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. It was very entertaining for sure. Before we go, I have one last announcement. On Saturday, January thirtieth, twenty twenty one. World of WWE will be releasing our very special Royal Rumble episode. We are going to be covering the greatest pay-per-view matches, our favorite Royal Rumble matches, and much more. So check us out for that. And I will put in the description where you can find us on YouTube and Instagram and everywhere else. And we will be back next week for another NXT recap. Thank you for listening. And we will see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.